morning. Good morning, and welcome back to another episode of Real Talk Live Sunday morning on Facebook. It's uh, it's 10 p.m. or 10 a.m. Wow, it's not p.m. Not definitely not p.m. 10 a.m. and it is NFL Sunday in Week 16. Uh, it's post Christmas. I'm here. Brad's here. Brad, how are you, man? Dude, I'm doing well. Just uh, another morning of some crazy football. Had to switch up my survival pick'em. We'll get to that later. And uh, and it's just we're here. We're pretty much into the playoffs. Um, every game now we're seeing teams drop in and out of the playoffs, and it's getting more and more set up. So. Absolutely. That's some good games. Yeah, I mean, first off, I mean, whoever's listening here, congratulations to anybody that started Alvin Kamara or Mike Evans, uh, Tom Brady. Uh, I feel like there's another one out there that had a pretty solid day. Am I missing somebody? Those three for sure. Uh, I mean, Waller, I yeah, think, had a solid are... day. Waller had a solid day. Uh, Miles um, Gaskins had two touchdowns over 100 yards. Yeah, so anybody that started those guys, you got to feel good coming into to Sunday in a, in a fantasy championship week. Um, let's go ahead and get uh, right into it. We won't waste a lot of time here. Good morning, Jennifer. Good morning, Nick. Good morning, Brad. Good morning, everybody that's joining here. Uh, 10-4 and four Colts at the 11-3 and three Steelers. This seems like a mega matchup. Um, Steelers have already clinched. They're looking to lock up home field advantage with a win. Colts are looking to clinch a playoff spot with a win. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, they, they might need some other stuff to happen. But um, you want to you want to lead with that? Well, yeah. What 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 needs to happen for the Colts <clears throat> to clinch a playoff spot today? So the Colts, if they win, the Dolphins won last night, so that doesn't matter. They would need to win and have the Ravens lose to the Giants to clinch right now. That is the only scenario left for them to be no doubter in the playoffs. Okay. Kyle, good morning. Well, what's your what's your take on this game? Obviously, the Steelers were eleven and zero at one point. They've dropped three in a row. I know you've been uh, you've been up and down the Colts, but you like the Colts as a whole. You like the Steelers as a whole. What's your what's your take on this game? Well, the Steelers are have one more win, so they're clearly the better team right now in week. <laughs> now, um, to be fair, the Colts the Colts have been playing well. They they've they haven't lost a lot of games in in one big skid. They've um they've won some they've lost some but every week they seem to show up. Um, their defense has played phenomenal. Philip Rivers, the more he turns down the turnovers, the better this team seems to produce. Their uh, their running backs are coming around. Taylor and Nareem Hines seem to be a really good one-two punch. Um, on the Steelers side, uh, they get Vince Williams back. I don't think their defense is going to crumble too much. I I don't I think the defense is still going to be fine. But the story of every Steelers game since <clears throat> about the bye week when they played the Cowboys and still won, I think their question is, what is this offense? Um, how do they improve? How do they play decent football? Um, as a Steelers fan, it's been very hard to watch this team for the past month. A lot of their games have been on prime time, so maybe getting back to the one o'clock window will help the Steelers. Um I don't want to try and venture right now. Maybe it's for another pod on what's wrong with the Steelers, but just sticking to this game until the Steelers can have decent offensive play. It's a team that's probably going to lose. And I can't remember the last time I've watched a Steelers team with big Bennett quarterback be underdogs at home. It's kind of crazy. Um, However, if the Steelers do figure it out, um, they can, they can easily win this game. Either team can win this game. It's a good matchup, and this could potentially be a first-round playoff matchup as well. So um, it should be a really fun game for the 1 o'clock window, but it's been a struggle as a Steelers fan watching this offense over the past month. Yeah, a lot of strong points there. Uh, You know, I don't don't have a decisive winner on this game, and you're probably like, why aren't you taking the Colts? I mean, first off, the Steelers have championship pedigree, okay? I'm not sure that the Colts do. I know that they, they feel strong about themselves, but they don't really have any. Um, they're just not a championship type franchise at at this point in time. OK, the Steelers still are. They still carry that. Uh, Ben's Ben's got it done in the past. Tomlin's got it done. They still have that um, that fight in them. This game tells me everything I need to know about what I need to expect of the Steelers going forward, in my opinion, even though the Steelers have clinched. A playoff spot. They're still trying to clinch home field. I don't think you want to play the Browns next week for a division title. 
and you're, you're probably laughing at that as a Steelers fan, but I mean, oh, you got to oh, give the it's... Browns a little bit of credit. You, you do. They've, they've played great. Um, we'll get to them in a little bit. They're without a lot of pieces today, but I think they're still going to win. I, uh, this game tells me everything I didn't know. There's a lot of you guys popping in here. Uh, good morning to all of you guys. Thanks for joining us. I, if the Steelers win this game, especially in convincing fashion, be afraid. If this is another lack, and I know the Steelers, the Colts have a good defense, but if this is another lackluster outing, four games in a row, I'm I'm gonna be out on the Steelers moving forward. You'd have um, to be. I, I had, yeah, you have to be. I had them in my top ten this week in the power rankings. I think they deserve to be there. They got 11 wins. They're a top two defense in this league. Them in Miami, um, Colts have a good defense themselves. I like the Pittsburgh Steelers to probably get it done though today in a cold weather game. Philip Rivers outside at Heinz Field against a very good defense with a pass rush. They're going to make Phillip Rivers uncomfortable today. I think they're going to get it done. Low scoring, though. Even if they win and if it's if it's just like they look terrible, I just don't know how I'm going to feel about it moving forward. But this is definitely a winnable game. And I know you're like, well, they haven't even been able to beat the Bengals. But give them some credit. They match up really well with this Colts team. If this was five weeks ago, I think we're all unanimously saying Steelers. But it's not. It's today. It's week 16. And unfortunately, we've seen enough of both teams to kind of understand where this game is going to go. I think it's Steelers in a very close one, low scoring, like 2017. <clears throat> well, I'm never not going to pick the Steelers, especially if they're 11 and three. I know they can win games, but um, yeah. I see a lot of people picking the Colts and they're a good team and they're fighting for the playoffs. So and if the Colts win. Uh, the Titans are playing the Packers later. We'll get to that game. So there's a good chance they could take the lead in the divisions. So this is a huge game for both teams. Yeah. So let's talk about, uh, let's move on. We got the four and 10 Falcons at the 13 and one chiefs. Um, I think a lot of you guys are like, ah, maybe a slip up game for the chiefs. I think the chiefs roll, um, until they get a team that can pose a threat. You need to have, you know, I've been saying it all year. You need to have a lockdown corner. I think you almost have to have two. I mean, Kelsey has been unreal this year, just putting himself on a pedestal amongst children. I mean, Tyree Kill is leading the league in touchdowns. I mean, she's big. Yeah, um, I don't see a lot from the Falcons, and I think I speak for a lot of fantasy owners too. Like, is Julio Jones a must-start anymore in fantasy? Yeah. For the past three years, he's been so hit and miss when he plays, and he's been hit and miss if he plays. Um, I think this next year is going to be the year we see Julio Jones start to drop to maybe second or third round picks in I, fantasy. I think probably um, third round, honestly, with some of the emergence of guys. Um, Matt Ryan is is really stationary as a quarterback. That's going to help, you know, their, the pass rush that the Chiefs have. Um, they just don't – I don't think they have enough. And you have to have a great defense to compete with the Chiefs. And although the Falcons have played well with their new coach, um, I'm going to take the Chiefs here. Uh, Jordan, I know it's easy to say Kansas City by 20-plus, and maybe they do. Um, but they have – you know, even teams they're supposed to beat, they've been playing kind of close lately. Um, so I don't know if they'll just beat the brakes off them. But at the same time, I don't think there's many games you watch the Chiefs and you're like, oh, they might lose this one. I think they just win it comfortably. I think this could be a 10-point win. I could see like a 31-21. Maybe the Falcons can still put up some points, but I think the Chiefs win this game pretty easily. I think the Falcons will score. I could almost see this being a typical Atlanta Falcons game. Maybe they jump out on them. Maybe it's 14-0 in the first quarter, and everyone's like, ooh, what's going on? And then all of a sudden, it just Chiefs run away. I mean, that seems to be the story of the Falcons franchise at this point get big and then uh, lose big. So I don't know. I like the chiefs regardless. I think they take care of business. We'll keep it moving. Uh, this game all of a sudden matters. The seven and seven bears are at the one and 13 Jags. Do you have playoff implications on this one? Um, I can, I can go look at them, but I believe the bears are looking to uh, make it. They, they, um, have, they have to win. I think they I don't, have to win. I don't have the scenario with me right now. Yeah. Because they cannot clinch this weekend. I know, but they have to win, correct? Or they're out. They must yes. win. Um, and by winning, they have the same record at eight and seven as the Cardinals, who are currently in the seventh that's, seat. That's who it is. Yeah. The so it will come down to the last week, and I think the Cardinals have the tiebreaker okay. in conference. But we would have to have the Bears win today. 
and then next weekend on you know divisional weekend see what's going on with them <clears throat> so with yeah. with that with that said the last two weeks that we've seen this bears team it seems like this is the bears team that you picked to win the super bowl well it, yeah i did you know, really early in the season, because I sorry, in the Super Bowl. You never picked them to win, but right, you picked but them to I, appear in the Super Bowl. Yes, I and think they're a better team with Trubisky. Right now, they they look they look like contenders. I wouldn't say they're good enough to to beat a um, even a Packers team right now. But what they're doing, running the football with Montgomery, and they're not really turning it over a ton. They're playing defense like they've done all year. They're uh they're a contender in any game they're in. They'll definitely be a contender with this one. When the Jags are without James Robinson, their best offensive player, uh, Bears, big today. I think the Bears really get it done. Um, I hope so. Um, with all of the COVID to the Browns, uh, my survival pick has been changed to the Bears today, playing against the Jaguars. Um, no James Robinson, Bears fighting for their playoff life. And quite honestly, I just think the Bears, like you said, the last two weeks they've played really good football. Yeah. Um, and the Jaguars are one in 13 and now they have, you know, their hands around Trevor Lawrence. And what do they do? They sit Gardner Minshew and they're going to play Matt, Mike Glennon. I, we all see what they're doing. James Robinson, they have Trevor Lawrence now. All of a sudden he's going to miss his first game of the year. I don't know. Some of that seems really interesting to me. So um, as weak as sometimes this offense can be, the Jaguars don't really have any pieces on defense that are notable. Um, the Bears are at full strength. I look at them to get this done. And um, gosh, I think the Bears might, you know, after that brutal middle of the season, they might be able to make a playoff push and get in. Kind of crazy. They literally lost, I think, five or six in a row. Something yeah. crazy. If it wasn't six in a row, it was five of six or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, it was, it was a lot. We'll keep it moving here. Kind of a meaningless game. We'll, we'll be quick. Three, ten, and one Bengals are at the four and ten Texans. I think the Texans get the W here strictly because, I mean, it seems like Watson's trying to win every game. They just come up short. I think this is one they can win. I don't think the Bengals build anything off that Steelers win. That might have been their Super Bowl. I think uh, I think the Texans win this one. I got the Bengals. Um, the only reason I say that is um, I think both of these offenses are relatively weak. Um, I don't think either of them are super explosive as of right now. I know they have Deshaun Watson, but he doesn't really have many pieces. I just think the Texans' defense is that bad. I think the Bengals have an actual better defense in this matchup. And, you know, maybe it was their Super Bowl, but the Texans aren't fighting for anything either. Like, neither of these, these teams are both dead in the water, and it's just another game. So, I, I don't know. I, I'm not convinced with either of these teams. I'm just picking the Bengals because I think it makes for – I'm kind of cheering for better storylines here. And if the Bengals beat the Texans, the Texans move up to the third overall pick, I believe. That belongs to the Dolphins. Correct. It's the Dolphins. And I think that's fun to see. You know, they're already benching Tua now twice. Is Tua not the guy and they move off of him and take a Justin Fields or a Trey Lance or, you know, something like that? I think that's fun. Um, do like you know what did they do with that with that pick? Um, I think it builds for better storylines for us on the show. But just sticking to the game, I, Deshaun Watson is clearly the best player in this game, and I think JJ Watt is the second best player in this game. But I think the Bengals have much better teams, or a much better team than the Texans. I think this roster is is worse than we thought, honestly. Yeah. Uh, being reported by Adam Scheffler actually. Uh... Marvin Lewis is a candidate to potentially take over this Texans job, which is kind of weird because against the Bengals, obviously. Um, it won't happen today, obviously. It would be an offseason, but keep an eye out. I mean, Marvin Lewis, I think we we all overlooked him as a coach. Obviously, he uh, he was there for, gosh, 10 or 15, super long period of time. He was the second longest tenured coach behind Belichick for a long time. And they were playoff contenders several times, several times with Andy Dalton. One. And they couldn't get the W, and, and they've had talented offenses with Carson and, and Dalton and A.J. Green and Chad Johnson. Who knows? Maybe he actually you know, is a solid offensive coach and, and goes to the Texans and maybe can do something with them. Who knows? Unfortunately, they won't have a number one pick, as we just alluded to. We'll keep it moving. The 5-9 and nine Giants are at the 9-5 and five Ravens. So uh, Ravens are hosting today. 
they need a W to avoid being eliminated, correct? Um, gosh, again, I, I won't have it on my sheet because they cannot clinch today. But um, they the, can't the, be eliminated. Um, I think they they could be, but that um, you have between the uh, Titans, Colts, um, Browns, Ravens, Dolphins. The last four spots are for those five teams. And the Dolphins won yesterday, and you've got the uh, the Ravens and um, Browns all playing today. So the win from the Dolphins moves them to 10 and 5. The Ravens cannot afford to be 9 and 5 going into the final week because the Dolphins, I think, might even have the tiebreaker. So, and again, I only have who can clinch today. The Ravens cannot. But again, the Browns already have 10 wins, and so do the Dolphins. So the Ravens really cannot afford to lose this game. And neither can the Giants, because that's their only chance to get the playoffs. Yeah. The crazy thing is, is so the, the Steelers are at 11 wins. Mm-hmm. The Ravens can win their next two and get to 11 wins. Correct. The Colts could beat the Steelers today and get to 11 wins. And the Browns could win their next two and get to 11 wins. There could be an 11 team out. 11 win. 11 so win the next team two, they'll be at 12. The Browns? The Browns are a ten and four. If they win against yeah. the Jets, they're eleven and four. They and if they beat the Steelers, they'll be twelve and four. So legitimately, there could very easily be an eleven and five team out at the eight seed. Yeah, the AFC will have all ten or eleven win teams in the playoffs everywhere. That is just, from the neutral perspective, it's insanity. It's really hard to predict, honestly, game to game. It's just because even this one, the five and nine Giants, I think pose a threat to the Ravens because of how good they are up front. I like I, the Ravens to win. Yeah. I'm just saying they pose a threat. I don't even think they pose a threat, to be honest really? with you. Um, the Giants had those like three games where they played bad teams where you jumped on them before I did. And then it was like, they, beat they, shocked, they shocked and beat Seattle. We hopped on them. And then they have been a dumpster fire for two straight games after that. It seems yeah. like everyone's like, okay, this is the only thing they can do well. You know, they had a magic game where they didn't turn the ball over against Seattle. Their defense suffocated them. The Giants, they did show that they're only a few pieces away, but they still are too far away. I think the Giants lose this game. And, you know, they had a nice little last-ditch effort. <coughs> but, um, yeah, I've got um, I've got the Ravens winning pretty handily in this game. I I think by 17 wouldn't be too, too much of a stretch. Interesting. I think the Giants are <coughs> close. I think they make this game fun. I think this one comes down to the wire. This is this is a cold weather dogfight. Uh, Lamar Jackson will be the difference, but I think it'll at least be a fun game. No, we'll keep moving. The ten and four Browns are at the one in thirteen Jets. Jets getting their first win over the Reno, over the who they beat the Rams. The Rams. So they're coming off their first win of the year. Uh, I don't think. This is a uh, favorable matchup for them, but they have uh, a cool storyline. So the Browns are without their top four starting wide receivers, most notably the ones that you know of, Landry, Higgins, and Peoples-Jones are all out today. Um, apparently there's a there was an extremely high chance that they had close contact to, to a COVID page. So they're going to be all out today so it's going to be definitely the run game if you have Nick Chubb you got to be in love today in your fantasy championship uh I think it's going to be a whole lot of them and then it's probably some tight ends if you have if you have mediocre tight end play in fantasy football and you need a tight end I would go out and grab Harrison Bryant or uh who's their other guy they got Joku Cooper if any of them are out there they might have to use them all I think they're all going to be playing. I think they'll all be big in a passing game to try and get the Jets to uh, loosen up the box. Um, looks like your dad's going. Oh, he, obviously yeah, well, you guys need the Browns. We need to the lose. Jets. Yeah, as a Steelers fan, we would love to see the Jets win because, um, yeah, I believe that clinches it for us because the Browns have to have an outright better record. Yes. Than the, than the Steelers. So if the Jets win, regardless, I believe the Steelers um, clinch. Yeah, we clinch the AFC North with a win or if the Browns lose. Um, with that being said, I, I do think the Browns have a lot of holes on their defense. Uh, having Denzel Ward, Miles Garrett, they do have two pieces. But they do have the luxury of when they lose 
five wide receivers. They have three potential Pro Bowl talent caliber tight ends. So they're going to be in a lot of big packages. Kareem Hunt might have to play some wide receiver today. I think he will. I think he will. Um, I think the Browns are going to look really funky. Um, The Jets, really, though, over the last month, they've played well. They've been losing, but they've played well. They kind of scare me a little bit. They scared uh, the Raiders. They scared the Raiders. They scared uh, another team, too. And they beat the Rams, obviously. Mm -hmm. So it's like... They they scared the Patriots even not too long ago. They almost yeah. had them. So yeah. And I know, but anyway, just sticking to this game, I still think the Browns can get it done. I'm just a little more confident in the Bears in my survival pick. You know, it just has to be that way. But um, I'd love to see the Jets snag one. The Steelers uh, get a little home field playoff game. But um, yeah, Browns should Browns should be able to get it done on the ground. Jets are still one in thirteen. Let's not let's not overlook it a little bit here. And we'll see. That's the last of the one o'clock windows. I think there's some really good games in there, though. A lot of storylines, at least. Lots of storylines. Obviously, the Steelers-Colts one's going to be mega. And shockingly, the Browns-Jets is a big one. Because if the Browns lose to the Jets, okay, it clinches home field for the Steelers. So they might lay down next week. So it gives the Browns a chance. But if they don't, it completely opens the door for the Ravens, who have two wins over the Browns this year and would get in over them. So they really need the W. They really need the one, the, the W over the Jets. But we'll keep it moving. The 4-10 and 10 Panthers are at the 6-8 and eight Washington football team. God, Washington. You know, First off, you know, let me just say this. A couple weeks back, I said that the NFC East will be won by a 5-win team. I was incorrect. This team is starting to all of a sudden turn it on. Everybody in the division has 5 wins. I said it'd take 7. You did. You said it would take 7. I think it might even take more. Nope. You think seven will do it? Uh, Washington clinches the division with a win and a Giants loss today. Really? So if the Ravens beat the Giants and they can take care of the Panthers, it's over. Wow. I like Washington to win today. Uh, Their quarterback play has been so all over the place without Alex. Do you know if he comes back today? He doesn't. We'll we'll see. It's going to be an ugly, ugly game. I think this game is going to be just... I think there's going to be turnovers. I think there's going to be some broken plays. I I just like Washington's front seven, though. I like Washington's front seven to dominate, be the difference. And we're going to see Alex Smith hosting a playoff game, and he's going to win comeback player of the year. I think Ben had it, and then Alex Smith came in. It's almost like that's when it happened. Ben had nothing to play for after Alex Smith took his reward, so he just quit <laughs> playing football. Like, yeah. Pouting or something, but um, yeah, yeah. Washington wins and the Giants lose. However, if Washington loses this game, what even if say the Giants don't win, if the Eagles or Cowboys, one of those teams, win, the door is wide open. All four of those teams still have a chance to win the division, but they are all rooting for the Panthers today. It is Washington football teams to lose. I think they get it done against the Panthers as well as you do. I think I think they can. I think they can do enough. Yeah, I think they will do enough. It's it's a it's a very interesting it's a very interesting matchup because the Panthers haven't played well. They've still been the Panthers that we know about, but they just they haven't played well. You know, obviously Robbie Anderson's definitely cooled off. I think that's been a big factor. Um, being without Christian McCaffrey's finally caught up with them, but I like them to at least keep this one close. I think they're a fun team, and they can they have the they have the weapons to to beat the. the beat Washington I just don't think they will you know looking at the uh the players that are definitely out not expected to play um Keenan Allen Terry McLaurin out today that's big but also obviously Christian McCaffrey's out so Washington has so this is reported by Scheffler just an hour ago Washington has still not announced the starting QB there continues to be concern that Alex Smith can't do everything he needs to be effective today Dwayne Haskins took all the starter reps through Thursday and would start if that does deactivate Alex Smith. Nick, um, I know you're a Cowboys fan, so I know you are rooting um, against Washington, and you are not far off if Alex is out, Washington loses. Um, their, terror, their, their offensive play takes a massive hit when Alex Smith is not in there. But I, I just think over the past month, ever since about Thanksgiving, we've seen what this front seven can really do to opposing offenses. 
And I don't think the Panthers are so overwhelming on offense that their front seven can't just win field position takeaways. And it's kind of like a cheap field goal, good starting position type of game. Um, they just have <clears> – Washington's has to not turn the ball over. <clears throat> Excuse me. I know maybe that's a big ass of Dwayne Haskins, but I think it's that easy. Just take care of the ball, run it, short passes, punts, let your defense win a game for you and get in the playoffs. Absolutely. I agree. We'll keep it moving. The 5-9 and nine Broncos are at the 5-9 and nine Colts. No implications in this one. Um, God, it's a coin flip game. I'll take the Chargers at home. Which one are we looking at? I'm sorry. This is Broncos yeah. at Chargers. No Keenan Allen, but this is a coin flip game. There's not a I'm, whole lot. I'm literally just taking the better quarterback. I'll take Herbert to get a sixth win. And honestly, we're going to look back at this team at 6-10 and 10 or 5-11 and 11 or whatever they are, and we're going to look at how many close losses they had under Herbert. And this team, it's I think it's going. To, they're going to pass both the Broncos and the Raiders next year if they haven't already this year in some spots. And it's going to be Chiefs Chargers, and we're going to be looking at Herbert Mahomes for the next 10 years. It's going to be a really fun division. Yeah, speaking of what you said about the Raiders, you know, obviously I, I was pretty public on here. I made that $100 bet, and it seemed like as soon as I paid that bet, the Raiders turned into the team that I bet on, and they've started to lose more and more games. This Charger team next year is going to take a huge step, and the Chargers have to feel tremendous of where they sit in 2020 because there's an argument to be made that he's as good as Joe Burrow right now. There is. Uh, he's definitely healthier. That's one thing to say. I think he's better. There's an argument. I, I, I think it's close. I, I've yeah. seen a lot from Burrow and I've seen a lot from Herbert. Um, <clears throat> I think it's clear cut that two is three, if not four. Is there another quarterback out there that we I don't know? About? But, um, doesn't matter. He's not in their category. And had under 100 yards passing. That's not good. Yeah. So, I like the Chargers to get it done. Yeah. We'll keep it moving. This is a, this is a, a big one. Huge. With, the, with the Panthers win, this becomes nothing. With the Panthers loss, this is a massive game. These the 4-9-1 yeah, Eagles are at the 5-9 and nine Cowboys. It's very strategic of the Panthers or of uh, the NFL to put these games both at four o'clock, but Washington will kick off at uh, 20 minutes earlier. So in the fourth quarter, we will know once the Eagles, the Cowboys gets to the fourth quarter, we will know if it's within a chance that this team, this game becomes meaningful. Yep. Essentially. Both these teams lose and you're gone win. And you got to just hope Washington loses the next yep. two as well. Now for the Eagles, it gets real spicy. Because if the Panthers beat Washington and the Eagles beat the Cowboys, the Eagles play Washington week 17, win and you're in. They have the best chance of winning their next two if, yeah. Correct. Because if the Eagles win and the division's to play for, that means week 17, if they beat Washington, they will win by a half game because of their tie against the Bengals. Yeah. And the Eagles will host a playoff game with Jalen Hurts under center, which is incredible. But... um. Yeah, we'll have to see what happens in that first game, but sticking just to this game, I I kind of like the Cowboys to get it done, actually. I like the Cowboys at home to, to be able to outscore the Eagles. Um, I'm not confident in either of these teams. It's not like I see something, I'm like, this is the difference. I just, um, I don't know. I don't know why I still support the Cowboys a little bit here in these situations. I, I don't understand it. They haven't shown me anything. The Eagles have played better as of late. Jalen Hurts has been a monster. I don't know. Maybe it's because <clears throat> out of all the people I know, I dislike my friends that are Eagles fans more than the ones that are Cowboys fans because they're all up in my face all the time. But um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to see the Cowboys win, but who knows? What do you got? I think hey, Jalen. Real quick, everyone listening, who, who do you have winning this Cowboys-Eagles games? Yeah, I think this this game does matter right now. So who do you guys have? So let me say this. I think Jalen balls out today. Okay, but I don't think he's the story of the game. I think Andy Dalton has a, a turn back the clocks type game on this Eagles on this Eagles team, and I think we might even wonder if it's okay to let go of Dak after the season. 
Andy's played all right. I mean, he really has. And if you're truly just skeptical on paying Dak what he's he's truly worth, which is four hundred million at this point, I think he's I think he's earned himself a ten year four hundred million dollar deal to compete with Patrick Mahomes, and you don't want to pay that, or you can't afford to pay that because you've overpaid on a bunch of players as of late. You know, you you've drafted some offensive pieces. Andy Dalton can get the job done. He's he's been all right these last couple of weeks. Um, I think both quarterbacks have a day, but I think Andy Dalton's the story. I think he gets the W. Who's he calling a closet Cowboys fan? Better he, not be. He's saying I don't know why I have the cow. I just think the Cowboys have a better roster. I think okay. the Eagles are banged up on the offensive line. I think the Eagles are banged up. He's saying I'm a closet Cowboys fan. I'm not really sure where that's coming from, Nick. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think either of these teams. You know, if if we're just celebrating playoff appearances. I mean, I would be celebrating the Steelers right now, but as a Cowboys fan, that's not what you're cheering for either. Or maybe you are, since like in the last 25 years, you have one playoff win. Maybe the appearances is what you guys celebrate. But I mean, neither <laughs> none of our teams are going to do much once they get in the playoffs if they play how they have as of late. So, I mean, all this is really going to be moot by February. But if if we're picking game winners, I think the Cowboys at home should be able to get it done on the turf. The amount of pettiness that you just had in that. <laughs> I, mean, I, don't know. I mean, what are we doing here? Are we hanging banners because you made the playoffs in a in a sub? I just when uh, it comes to the Cowboys and Eagles, a lot of the friends that I have close that are Cowboys and Eagles fans, the Eagles ones are more annoying. Maybe it's because they've won a Super Bowl more recently. It's just I'd like to see. This, yeah, I'd like to see a tie here, honestly. I'll give this team a little bit more, or this game a little bit more respect because the second half of 2020, these this division has battled. But gosh, this has been an absolute dumpster fire of a division. Just an absolute dumpster fire. I mean, I, here's the thing though, it it has been. But in the next two years, this division could be really, really good. I think I think the the Eagles are well run. I think. Washington's trending in the right direction with their coach. Absolutely. Their they have the highest ceiling in the next three years, in my opinion. The Giants have a balanced de- defense, and they're missing Saquon Barkley. With the way Wayne Gallman's been running, if you mix him with Saquon Barkley and they can get a few more pieces, maybe an offensive lineman, I just think all these teams are trending in the right direction. And with the Cowboys, it's like they have a lot of nice pieces, and I didn't have a problem with anybody that they've paid. But the guys they're paying aren't really producing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, and Super. let's not forget what this offense looked like with Dak. Like, I know we were jumping the gun, like maybe without Dak and whatnot. I think Dak sees all of his money. And I think this offense, this offense could carry teams with Dak Prescott, what he was doing with those wide receivers. I just don't want to forget, you know, and I think with Dak, you know, Zeke's numbers come back. This is a very bad year for the entire Cowboys team. I don't think this is indicative of what their future will be. I think they'll be better next year. I think this whole division takes a leap next year. I would just love for Bill Belichick to call up Jerry Jones and say, "Hey, don't keep him in conference. Trade him, you know, trade him to the other conference. We'll give you two firsts and two seconds." And you want Dak? And I want Dak. Absolutely. Absolutely. Dak is literally Tom Brady in the in the sense of what you're looking for as a He's a leader. No, no, stop. I'm not saying I'm not saying production or on field. Stop, stop, stop. Back up. Put the headset back on. Put it back. Did on. you say Dax Tom Brady? You you took it off before I could explain. Listen. Okay. All right. Leader at the podium. Leader in the locker room. Leader on the field. That is Tom Brady. His whole career. Those three things. There's not a whole lot of guys that are that. Okay. Let's start there. He's okay. coachable. Leader at the podium, leader in the locker room, leader on the game, in the on the field, right? I think ultimately, if you get someone like that, you got to pay him. I mean, especially if they have production. And Dax had production. He's had success early in his career. Obviously, these last two seasons have been a struggle. But, I mean, we have an offensive line in New England, okay? Come to join New England. We'll give up some first-round picks, which we haven't had success drafting at. We'll give up some second-round picks, which we also haven't had success. We succeed in the third and fourth rounds. We're not giving those puppies up. But we'll give up some first and some seconds, and we'll move up in the deck. Let's go, baby. I this is a, conver- it's a big conversation for another day, but, but Dak's going to have a star. Dak, Dak's, Dak's going to get his money. I think, I think find- he should. 
you can have him. See, Nick don't even want him. System QB. Yeah, There's no such might... thing as a system QB. First of all, even if he was a system QB, for the Cowboys, it works. I mean, I don't believe in the system quarterback type thing either, but coaches are supposed to design systems to best suit their players to help Absolutely. your team win. 100%. The system changes based on all the pieces. And Dak Prescott, a conversation for another day. Nick, maybe we'll yeah. revisit this and we'll have yeah, other podcasts. This is you know, off season this, stuff. This is a hundred percent a pod. In itself. Dak Prescott is a pod in itself. Yeah. We'll keep it moving. This is, a, <clears throat> this is a nice game. The nine and five Rams are at the ten and four Seahawks. Rams got embarrassed last week. I know you're going Rams here. Yeah, I think the Rams have a perfect system to beat the Seahawks. I had it last time they played and the Rams ended up win winning. Got you, Nick. Um uh, if we want to go playoff implications, uh, I believe the Seattle Seahawks have clinched a playoff berth with their 10 wins. Let no one catch them. Uh, they clinched the division with a win. The Rams have not yet clinched a berth in the playoffs. They needed the Cardinals to win. Didn't happen. They need the Bears to lose is an option. We don't think that's going to happen. Or they could just win or tie today. If they win or tie against the Seahawks, they're in the playoffs. And then week 17 will determine who wins the division. Uh, Seattle has the tiebreaker. But um, this game's huge for both teams. Seattle clinches a home field playoff game if they win. The Rams clinch a playoff berth if they win. So two big teams, two good teams, two teams we both want to see in the playoffs on the NFC side where it really doesn't matter for us. And um, – this is going to be a fun one. This will be probably the game I watch the most of at 4.30, unless something crazy happens. I agree. Neither of these teams deserve to miss the playoffs. They're too good. These are two of the best teams in the NFC slash NFL. Okay? I like the Seahawks here. Uh, I've seen enough from them over the last couple of weeks with their running backs getting healthy, with their defensive starting to come together. Um, I don't think it's a perfect defense. I don't think they're the favorites in the NFC, but I like them to beat the Rams, who – have one corner they don't have two and that'll show today i think whoever is is not guarded i think they have a day they're at home i like seattle to pull off a close w i think this is a great game especially after the rams got embarrassed last week i think they show out huge today but it won't be enough i think russ gets it done um i actually am going to contradict that heavily i think the rams do have two corners and uh the rams second corner i believe has four interceptions this year and uh, the Rams secondary as a whole has played well. Um, the reason this team loses and it's the same thing that happened to the jets. It's when Jared Goff literally decides the Rams aren't winning the football game. Yeah. Why he tries to do too much. Sometimes it doesn't make sense to me, but when he stays within the rhythm of the offense, play action hits his open guys and lets the playmakers do the rest. Your guys, Everett woods, Cooper, the running game, uh, cam Akers being out is a hit. But um, the good thing about the Seahawks team is they don't have a dominant pass rush. So Jared Goff's relatively comfortable against this defense. They don't have a great secondary. And the best guy in their secondary is known for blitzing. So I, I just think this is a matchup issue for the Seahawks. I don't necessarily think the Rams are head and shoulders a better team. Mm -hmm. But it looks to me like the Rams are built to defeat the Seahawks. It's kind of like a little bit of it's kind of like how the 49ers have the Rams number Rams have the Seahawks number Seahawks have the Cardinals number and like it, it seems like all these teams in the division go three and three or four and two every year yes dad I think both teams are shaky but also both teams have the ability to be dynamite that's, absolutely so, that's what's so interesting about these teams it, it just takes one or two plays and they can just blow up the entire game plan You've got players like Russell Wilson and Aaron Donald who are arguably the best at their position in the league. And um, it's just fun. Rams by 10. I, I I think this might be a one-possession nail-biter. We're watching all the way through. But Agreed. 10, I think, is the most it'll be by. But I also have the Rams. Both of these teams can lose to the Jets. Both of these teams can win the Super Bowl. It's really weird. Um, Jets almost did, didn't they? Lose to the Seahawks Jets. almost did lose to the Jets. Yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. No, the they destroyed the Jets. Yeah, they had they Geno Smith in the fourth quarter. Sorry. Yeah, they, sorry. But, they're yeah, all running together. Yeah, sorry. But the, the Seahawks have struggled against the teams that are definitely inferior to them. Um, 
they have the ability to lose to, to bad teams and they can beat good teams. I think uh, Seattle, Seattle will get it done today. So one of these teams lost to the Giants, one lost to the Jets. Basically. Yeah. We'll keep it moving. This is probably my favorite matchup of the whole day. I hope both teams take this one absolutely serious. The Packers want that one seed, so I think they will. Uh, Titans have not locked up a playoff spot yet. They're still fighting for division, so I think they will. So I think this is a money matchup. 10-4 and four Titans at 11-3 and three Packers. Gimme them Titans, baby. I just want people to know, after all we've seen this season, the Titans, if they lose their last two, could miss the playoffs. That's bonkers. That's crazy. That's bonkers. First of all, there are ways to get in the playoffs. They would need either the Dolphins to lose, they won. Either the Ravens to lose, they play the Giants. Or they have to win, and they're playing the Packers. Um, if they win, they clinch their playoff berth. If they win and the Colts lose, they clinch the division. So there's a lot on the line, but they're playing against a Packers team who, if they win and the Seahawks lose or tie to the Rams, they clinch the one seed. They clinch the one seed. So the Packers are trying to lock up a bye in a playoff. And the Titans, I mean, it's still all left to play for. Um, this is tricky because the secondary of the Titans has been very suspect. The whole defense in general. They can't uh, rush the passer. They had right. no pressure. And everyone's healthy on the offense for the Packers. So I think Aaron Rodgers has a tremendous day. But if everyone knows the one weakness of the Packers, it's stopping the run game. And uh, King Henry, as Nick just pointed out, could potentially go for 200. And, you know, we look at Derrick Henry as the end-all, be-all. But, like, God, this passing offense has been phenomenal, too. Uh, but in the weather, night game at Lambeau, it's set up. This is this is perfect for everybody involved. This is a Sun- massive matchup. S- Sunday night. This is a potential Super Bowl. This is a Super Bowl. This is a top three team from both sides, in my opinion, playing on Sunday night. It's all there to play for. Everyone's healthy. No one's missing anybody. And we're going to see what happens. But I I like the Titans to get it done. I like the Titans to go up to, to Green Bay and win it. But it is absolutely staggering that some things could happen and the Titans could miss the playoffs. You know how I feel about the Titans. I've said it pretty much all year. They're, they're the team that I – I just love how they match up with everybody um, because they have the one key when they're missing key components. They have the one key to ruin a football game, and that is the most dominant run game. They can ruin your plans offensively. They can keep you out of rhythm. They can keep your best player on the sideline, which is typically your quarterback, and in the Packers' case, it is. Uh, I love this matchup. I I can't wait to watch. I will have it on for sure. Um, I'm taking the Titans. But it would not shock me in the slightest – and, Dad, that's the thing. Um, every team kind of has holes. And so the Packers can pass and the Titans can't stop it. But flip the script. The Packers can't stop the run and the Titans are the best at it. So it's like this is really two teams. And it's like yeah. when, like Jeff was alluding to, when you talk about at night in Lambeau, December 27th, is it now? It's going to be under oh. 20, maybe even under 10 degrees. And you're going to have – you know, Aaron Rodgers in that big coat on the sideline for six, seven minute possessions, even if they don't end in points. And then you, I, I don't want to say that too much because he's been in Lambeau his whole career and he lights it up and it doesn't seem to bother him as much, but it's just perfect. It's two teams where you're like, when I'm talking about, Hey, it's wild card Saturday. What do you guys want to do for the games? Dude, Packers and Titans are uh, obviously to be the Super Bowl, but it's like these two caliber teams. It's it's what you want to watch: Rams, Seahawks, Titans, Packers. Pack by seventeen. I, I'll take. I I wouldn't be shocked. I'm just I'm gonna stick with my Titans. Um, you did. Funny enough, you did call the Jets beating the Rams. I I don't know if you're a joker or not. But you did call it. I'll give you your props for that. It's it's so. really weird. I don't see this game being close, regardless of who wins. That's insane. I, hear me out. I'm listening. Listen. If the Titans aren't able to run the football, that means they're not able to stay on the field and they're not able to score, which means the Packers will get on the field and they will score. Okay. 
But if the Titans are able to stay on the field and they're able to keep Aaron Rodgers on the sideline, I don't think they'll score as much. I, I honestly don't see this game being really close. It, maybe it is. I would love it to be because this is a mega matchup. That's, that's where I think people are missing the mark. If the Titans can't run, then the Packers are going to be in the field. The Titans are good enough to where, say, Derrick Henry got hurt. I know they can pass it. Game is good. I like, know it's very good. Team can all aspects of the game are good. Even some of the games they lost, like to the Steelers and Bengals, they roared back in the second half. And it seems like the game, some of the games they won, it was close. And then they took off late in the second half. This team just gets better as the game goes on. And the Titans are a team you almost can't blow out because they're always there. I. It, this can only be a blowout one way, and if it's the, if the Titans blow out the Packers. The Titans have more flexibility on how to put up points than the Packers, I think, and that's that's crazy because the Packers are so good on offense, but I think in this situation, this weather, I like the Titans. Can the Titans handle the cold? We're going to find out. That's the beauty of it. I think they can too. Look at some of the playoff games they've won in New England. Last, last year, year they went to New England, to Baltimore, and to Kansas City, and they were in that game. All, All three cold games. Yep, absolutely. The AFC has much more cold climate playoff games, which is always an issue when you get to the Super Bowl because it's like this cold team going down to Tampa to play a dome team or something. But you look at all the teams. You know, Pittsburgh, Indiana, they have a dome. But Buffalo, Kansas City, Baltimore. You know, outside of Miami, even Cleveland, like it's all cold weather games. That's why it's so fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, you know, the Packers, are the only team in the NFL, they're in the top eight in both passing and and running. They're a very balanced offense. They can I do how they do. myself, though, when I said the Titans have more balance than the Packers, the Packers have. They're the best. This three headed monster is maybe yeah. the best in the league. You know, you got the Saints, but um, sorry if I'm missing anybody. Huh. I, I'm going to stick with the Titans. I'm sticking though. with the Titans, too. I'm rolling the yeah. Titans. We'll keep it moving here to the best matchup of the weekend. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Somebody earlier, by the way, said Bills by 21. Connor, uh, Connor Eli joined. I think it's his first time on the on the live show. And uh, he saw your Patriots jersey, I think. So he just said... Uh, is he a Bills fan or is he just trolling? Uh, I don't I don't think so. I, I don't know who he's a fan of, or even if he has allegiance, period. He might just be an NFL watcher. But I think he saw your Patriots jersey, so he was okay. talking about us. Yeah, you know, I've uh, nobody's picked up on this, but I've wore a different jersey every single week of the year. We've missed one week doing this live show, and uh, I've wore a different jersey every week, and I'll wear a different one next week for the entire season. But, yeah. Uh, Bills, 11-3 at the 6-8 and eight Patriots. Foxborough at night, a lot of mystique. It's winter, it's December in Foxborough. This is a big one, and the Bills are going to just win close. I I liked the Bills even when the Patriots had Stephon Gilmore. Um, with Stephon Gilmore out, I don't – I mean, Stephon Diggs, I feel like he has the upper hand on any corner he'll match up against. Uh, Josh Allen's been playing like a man on fire. I also heard this fun statistic. This has got to be fun for everybody. Josh Allen through 14 games has exactly 4,000 passing yards. In his first seven, he had exactly 2,000. And in his second seven, he had exactly 2,000. I've seen the same stat. Wild. That's crazy. It's stupid. um, It's like a crazy stat. Like, what is that? Josh Allen has been playing good against the good teams and unbelievable against the bad teams. He yeah. he's been playing phenomenal and the defense since they got Tremaine Edmonds back has really stepped it up in the middle of their defense. Um there's simply nothing I think that the Patriots can do that the Bills also can't do or at a better level. Uh the Patriots have had a bad year. They'll need another draft, you know, all this COVID stuff to go away. They'll get most of their defense back. And um, but until then, I, I think the Bills win, um, which puts um, which puts them almost at a lock for the two seed. Um, they've already clinched their playoff berth. I think they've they yeah, they already locked up the division last week. Um, they have a dying chance to catch the Chiefs, but I don't think they can for the first seed. But uh, they do have the tiebreaker over the Steelers, so they are looking for that second seed. Um, yeah, Bills by thirteen. Um, dad thinks um, it could be a close game. I don't know if it's close or not, but last time, you know, the Bills won because Cam fumbled late. I don't think it's that close this time. I think these are two. To, 
this is a different Bills team, I think, than the first time they played. Um, I think they're better. So I'm going to take the Bills. I would just love for the Patriots, even though I want them to have a better draft pick, I don't want the Bills to sweep us. I don't think the Bills have swept us in. Ever. Oh, I mean, it's been over 20 years. It's been over 20 years. So I don't want the Bills to get the, the two wins on us this year. I'd love the Patriots to 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 give it to them and, and go on this season as a high note. And I would love for the, the Patriots to finish 8-8 eight and eight so they don't have a losing record, you know. Um, I'm picking the Patriots to win in a, in a, in a dog fight because truly at this day, what's the 12th pick versus the 17th pick it get to eight and eight battle, beat a divisional opponent, beat another one next week and, and end this season looking for a QB next year, or at least give this team some momentum knowing that we have the QB on the roster, whatever it is, whatever it is, I'm cool with it. But uh, Patriots close 24, 21. Bills win 28-17. That's uh, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Well, week 7 week 16 predictions are uh in the books, man. It's been a yeah. uh, hell of a year. One more year, one more week to go. Yes, sir. Been crazy. Uh you guys, thank you for listening. Thanks for joining. Uh some of you guys were this the whole way. Some of you guys just poked in for a minute. I appreciate all of you. Merry Christmas and have a happy new year to all of you. And, uh, yeah, enjoy your football teams winning and or losing if you need them to. So, yeah, take care. Thanks for sharing uh, Sunday morning with you guys. Uh, Merry Christmas and go Steelers. Yeah. Go Pats. Later. <laughs>